Well, happy Friday. Our Bible reading for this beautiful day is going to be the book of 2 Peter. Uh, for our time together, we're going to focus in chapter 3, verses 3 and 4, and then 8 through 11. Let's read it together. Knowing this, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, following their own sinful desires. They will say, where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. But do not overlook this one fact, beloved that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is uh, patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. Since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness? I want you to know something today, that God has not fallen asleep at the wheel. We look around at our world and we're often caused to wonder, you know, where is God in all of this? Where is God in the midst of all of this wickedness and suffering? Has he no eyes to see or ears to hear the condition of the world? Has his power run out in such a way that he's now in some back room of heaven recharging his batteries and eventually he'll come back out to save? No. See, the passage says the Lord is not slow in fulfilling his promise. In other words, what you perceive as slowness and forgetfulness is actually the patience of God. He is being long-suffering with the sinfulness of men, giving you an opportunity to turn to him. The day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. It will come unexpectedly, that great and terrible day. The heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved. Everyone's works will be exposed. The deeds that we have all done in the body will be brought to the light, and it will be time to give an account. Since this is true then, since... Not even the heavenly bodies, the sun, the moon, the stars will survive the day of the Lord. Then what sort of people ought you and I to be in anticipation of that day? In other words, if the brilliance of the sun won't even stand a chance on that day, what chance do you or I have if we are found on that day to still be living in wickedness? None. Thus, the Lord is patient with us, not wishing that any would perish as they suffer that day of coming judgment with the freshly fallen dew of every new morning comes freshly given mercies. Every time we inhale and exhale, it is God's patience on display, giving us an opportunity to turn to Him. Each beating of the heart and pumping of the blood through the veins 
is God's tremendous display of his long-suffering nature. Without exception, every moment of life is an undeserved act of compassion towards a world in rebellion. It is an opportunity to turn to the Lord from worldliness and every manner of sinfulness to the God whose return is imminent. The dawning of a new day is yet another beckoning hand to flee the wrath to come by turning to God whose patience towards us is both undeserved and absolutely necessary. Dear friends, worship God today by living in light of this reality and for being patient towards us. Let's pray. Oh Lord, what more can we say today than just thank you for your patience towards us. Help us today to live in light of the reality of your imminent return and to tell the world and warn the world around us of it as well. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.